Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. You are listening to The Recovery Radio Podcast on KMP3. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous, and I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. my website recoveryradiokmp3.com to get the books go to sarcasticbigbook.com and as always I am so glad you're here with me it's just getting started it's just winding down somewhere right I have no desire to drink today. I do have a piping hot cup of virtuous coffee from Trader Joe's mixed with some Don Francisco's hazelnut. It is casual Friday, so I am not wearing my normal three-piece suit. I'm just wearing something very casual, very cash, as they say on the streets. Wearing jeans and... A bolo tie and a really nice button-down shirt. Uh, None of that's true. I'm not going to try and be funny today. Okay. I thought today we would do one of these quizzes. I got a few more of these things lined up, and let's do one of them today. Getting getting a lot of positive feedback about these quizzes. I made some big book quizzes to get you thinking, to spark some conversation. What does the big book say these quizzes are called? Not what my sponsor says or the fellowship says or what I think, but what does the big book actually say? What do you think? Let's do this. Ready? Number one. Step three is called the cornerstone, the keystone, or the foundation stone. A, the cornerstone. B, the keystone. C, the foundation stone. Cornerstone is the first stone that person lays down in construction. So it's important because everything is built relative to it. The foundation stone is important because everything's on it. Keystone is a stone that holds the, everything else in place. Right in the middle of this arch. So step three is A, the cornerstone, B, the keystone, C, the foundation stone. Are you one of these people who knows the answer and you're like yelling right now what it is? Well, I just say, quit playing God, okay? It's not about you. Answer is B, the keystone. Step three is called the keystone. The stone that holds the whole thing in place. Bottom of page 62. (laughs) 
mushroom right here. Yeah. Last sentence. Most good ideas are simple in this concept. That God's the principle and we are his agents is the keystone of the new and triumphant arch through which we pass to freedom. They're talking about step three. All right. Number two, Dr. Bob, one of the co-founders, A, wanted to drink for over two years into his sobriety. B, sponsored men and women. C, both A and B. Or D, none of the above. Dr. Bob wanted to drink for the first two and a half years of his sobriety. Over two years of his sobriety, sponsored men and women, both A and B, or, or neither. What do you think? Answer is both A and B. Answer is C. Dr. Bob said, unlike most of our crowd, I'll just read it to you. Dr. Bob. All right. Page 181, Dr. Bob's Nightmare. First full paragraph. Unlike most of our crowd, I did not get over my craving for liquor much during the first two and a half years of abstinence. It was almost always with me. But at no time have I been anywhere near yielding. And he helped men and women. All right, number three, quote, the real alcoholic. So this is going to be, when it talks about the real alcoholic, A, often has splendid judgment. B, is often uptight. C, isolates regularly. D, overthinks simple things. The big book is describing the real alcoholic. It only describes the real alcoholic using one of these phrases. Which one is it? Does the big book say the real alcoholic often has splendid judgment? Does it say the real alcoholic is often uptight? The real alcoholic often isolates? Or does the real alcoholic overthink simple things? What do you think? Answer, A. Real alcoholic often has splendid judgment. Page 40. Page 40, let's see. Second to last paragraph, I think, towards the bottom. The story he told us was most instructive, for he was a chap absolutely convinced he had to stop drinking, who had no excuse for drinking, and who exhibited splendid judgment and determination in all of his other concerns. You're describing Fred, who was a real alcoholic. More importantly, the big book does not describe the real alcoholic as somebody who is just often uptight, 
or isolates regularly or overthinks simple things. All right. Number four, our very lives depend on A, daily prayer, B, our constant thought of God, C, our constant thought of others, D, our belief in a higher power. Constant thought of God. Okay, A, daily prayer. B, our constant thought of God. C, our constant thought of others. D, our belief in a higher power. Answer is C. Our very lives as ex-problem drinkers depends on our constant thought of others and how we can help meet their needs. That's at the top of page 20. Our very lives as ex-problem drinkers depends on our constant thought of others and how we can help meet their needs. All right, next, number five. If our behavior continues to harm others, A, it doesn't matter. B, we call someone. C, we'll probably drink again. D, we just have to pray. What do you think? What's the big book say? Big book says, on page 70, if our behavior continues to harm others, we are quite sure to drink. First full paragraph. At the end of it, if we're not sorry and our conduct continues to harm others, we are quite sure to drink. We're not theorizing. These are facts out of our experience. Oh, no, but I'm not really hurting anybody. Oh, well. Okay. If you are, quite sure to drink has been their experience. All right, next. Deep down with every human being, within every human being is A, the idea of God, B, a very sick person, C, a desire to learn and grow, D, all of the above. What do you think? Answer is A, the idea of God. Deep down in every man, woman, child is the fundamental idea of God. That is on page 55. First full paragraph, second full paragraph on 55. Actually we, were, actually, we were fooling ourselves, for deep down in every man, woman, and child is the fundamental idea of God. Maybe obscured by calamity, by pomp, by worship of other things, but in some form or another, it is there. Next, the actor trying to control everything around him is described, A, in step three, B, to help the reader see that self is the enemy of all people. C, mentioned in the family afterward. D, A, B, and C, 
or E, the actor trying to control everything around him, is described as untreated alcoholism. So is it described in step three to help the reader see that self is the enemy of everyone? This is also mentioned in the family afterward. Or is it untreated alcoholism? In the big book, it is not untreated alcoholism. It is a human condition that is described in step three to help the reader see that selfishness sucks for everyone. There's also an illustration of this in the family afterward where they're not talking about alcoholics trying to run the show. Just normal people. All right. A couple more here. Blank, blank, and blank are the essentials of recovery. Faith, understanding, and generosity. Willingness, honesty, and open-mindedness. Patience, willingness, and tolerance. Love, tolerance, and willingness. What are the essentials of recovery? According to the big book. According to the big book, the essentials of recovery are willingness, honesty, and open-mindedness. Those things are essential. They were also described as indispensable. Cannot get rid of those things. The fourth edition, it's on page 568, the end of the spiritual appendix. Last, second to last paragraph. We find that no one need have difficulty with the spirituality of the program. Willingness, honesty, and open-mindedness are the essentials of recovery. But these things are indispensable. All right, and lastly, the Chapter 2 Wives helped launch A, Al-Anon, B, ACA. Answer, A, Al-Anon. ACA is pretty new. Adult children of alcoholics, pre-new, but to chapter two wives did kind of use, uh, um, become like a springboard for the group Al-Anon. Anyways, hope that helped somebody. Hope it was fun. And um, we'll do that again another time. I'm out of here. I can't hang out with you. I gotta go. I have modeling to do. I'm doing something. It's a sober magazine about somebody about people with really nice calves, and it's called Calf Measures. And I'm in the front. I'm the cover story. Just showing off my calves, smoking a clove, looking off into the sunset. Terry cloth robe, drinking a cappuccino. All right, done. I want to say hello to Chelsea, and I want to say to anyone who needs to hear it, everything's okay. And on that note, I do not know why my life was saved, but I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. I hope you do the same.